This is episode 634 of the AWS podcast, released on November 2nd, 2023. This is the AWS podcast. I'm your host for today, Jillian Ford. And if you're someone that is really interested in using generative AI, and you're not really sure how to actually get started, what's the right place to get started, or is the hype even really worth it? Well, we're going to go over those questions today. And I've got an expert on this topic, who is Gopi from Informatica. So Gopi, please introduce yourself and tell everyone what Informatica is. Hey, thank you, Jillian, and thanks for the opportunity to come and uh, talk in your uh, podcast series. Thanks for the introduction. I'm Gopi Sankaran. I'm the Vice President for the Strategic Ecosystems at uh, Informatica. And if for many of the folks who do not know about Informatica, we are in the business of uh, delivering trusted data for trusted business outcomes. What it actually means is our primary business is all about data management. We are an end-to-end cloud data management solution that is AI-powered, metadata-driven, cloud-native platform. What it actually does is it discovers the data, makes the data usable, applies quality metrics, governs the data, secures the data, masters the data. So at the end of the day, we live, breathe data. We have been in the business for almost 30 plus years. This is our 30th year anniversary. And our primary segment is Global 2000 Companies. Um, If you look at our portfolio of uh, customers, it ranges all the way from Freddie Mac or Eli Lilly or Johnson Johnson or for even that matter, Amazon. And we primarily play in uh, large, high-scale of uh, data management solutions. Our partnership with AWS has been very, very strong. It has been, I think this is our 12th or 13th year of the partnership. I always say that the strategic nature of the partnership for us can be mentioned in a single line as we have been the launch partners of Amazon's Redshift. So that is uh, how long we go back to it. We do joint development with you. We do joint go-to-market. We are available on Marketplace. So we jointly co-sell with customers and all. And this also helps us to go and also work with any of the newer innovations, any of the technology platform shifts, all that thing that happens in the market, which includes today's topic, which is also on generative AI. So uh, this is an area which has been near and dear to Informatica. And uh, we have been working very, very closely with AWS on that. Actually, congratulations on the general availability of Bedrock. We have been working with Bedrock team also for quite some time. And that is how I would call out as where Informatica sits in the context of customers, in the context of AWS, and also in the context of newer technologies and newer, I would rather even call it as a platform shift like generative AI. What I really liked in your answer there is you called out a lot of businesses in different use cases across different industries. And we're going to unpack that for the folks here. So let's start with there's someone here who's listening who they know that generative AI is really a hot topic and they feel like they need to use it for their business, but they're not really sure how. So walk us through what are the business goals that these leaders can think about utilizing generative AI to be able to actually drive results for their business? Yeah, and you're right. There's a lot of things to unpack here. The first thing, whenever I talk to any of the business leaders, for them to make understand around artificial intelligence or generative AI specifically is 
first thing I always say is like, you have always been using AI. It's just that we do not know that we have been using AI. Like, for example, if you go to Amazon.com, see any of the recommendations, that is traditional artificial intelligence. So what is new about generative AI is generative AI takes that next step. It is that transformative technology where now you can communicate and also use the tools with respect to your natural language and a very, very strong foundational processing engine. But coming back to your specific question on how I should be thinking of generative AI use cases, I like to actually talk about generative AI use cases or how it gets applied in an enterprise or in your companies across any any size of companies, whether it is a large company, small, mid-size, or even startups. Is you can look at it across functional areas, or you can also look at it across industries. So if I have to look at it across functional areas, think of generative AI use cases which you can apply in the context of business operations. So this would include like massive document processing or quality control use cases where generative AI can come and optimize it. Uh, Similarly, if it is around uh, employee experience, which is a little bit of a very, from a not just from an HR standpoint, but if you're doing any of the productivity metrics or things like that, any use cases that are associated with massive text summarization or code generation, those will come under generative AI use cases. And I can go on and on around some of the functional areas on whether it is customer experience with respect to the virtual assistants or in the creative, how uh, you can actually develop images and visual arts, things like that. But there is another aspect also to look at it. So these are another functional areas. But if I have to take us a little bit and look at it holistically, you can also look at generative AI use cases across different industries. There are two industries which are very near and very personal to me, and that happens to be healthcare and life sciences. Because in the case of a healthcare, I come from a family where there are quite a lot of doctors, especially radiologists. And today they use generative AI technology for diagnostics, for imaging purposes. So you already see that there is an application across different industries. And in the case of life sciences, my wife is actually is a virologist. And she has been working in the drug industry for almost 15 plus years. And today I can see very, very tangible change on how their industry has got more value, whether it is in drug discovery, whether it is with respect to clinical trials, or whether it is with respect to precision quality control, which is highly needed in drug manufacturing. The generative AI use cases, as you take a step back and look at it, whether it is across the different industries, whether it's healthcare, life sciences, FinServe, or manufacturing, or you can also look at it across functional areas, that is across whether it is customer experience or employee experience or marketing or things like that. What I love about what you just said is that there's pretty much a use case that applies to every business. I mean, a lot of businesses have to write code. A lot of businesses have marketing material that they need to have creatives for. I mean, so there's at least something for almost everyone who really is listening today. I love that. So now let's get into the prerequisites. I know a lot of people, and they probably come to you and they're like, all right, let's go. I'm ready to do this. But not so fast. There's probably some data specifically prerequisites. So what are the data prerequisites that a leader needs to be aware of in order to actually be able to implement generative AI for their business? Very good question, because uh, I have seen a lot of leaders come and during our discussions with customers, they always talk about 
hey, my board is asking about what is your generative AI strategy? And to do that, what do you guys already have? I always go back to say that as you are thinking of generative AI strategy, generative AI use cases, first take a step back and understand that generative AI is a means to your business outcomes. And when you look at the means to your business outcomes, you have to first look at what do you already have? And in that sense, the first thing to say is your data is always your strategic and differentiating asset because it is the data which is the primary ingredient which makes your generative AI technology or generative AI means work so that you can achieve the right outcomes. So I always look at the basis or the foundation for all of these generative AI use cases is the data you have. The first thing we should always do is first understand what is the data you have, how it is put together, what are the different sources it is coming from, and above all, is that data usable? As in, is it what is the quality metrics on the data? Is it secure enough? Can I actually use the data to drive value? It all depends on how you want to build that trusted data foundation. First, I would say is when you are having that discussion with your EC or with your executive committee, ask this question to everyone, which is, do you guys understand what is our data architecture? How much data we have? What sort of data we have? Why is the data usable or not usable? What is the quality of the data? Ask more questions about the data so that your chief data officer, your chief information officer, and everybody in your executive committee actually has a good perspective of this is the data we have. Here is what is usable. Because once when you know that, then that becomes as the solid trusted data foundation what you need to build your generative AI strategy, resulting in the right business outcomes and the business value which you want to drive. So interesting. And I'd like to just clarify that a little bit more for the people who are new to this term that you brought up, a trusted data foundation. How do they really know when they can really trust this data? And maybe if you can unpack a little bit more so it's clear for them about what they need to do to actually build a trusted data foundation. So when you think of trusted data, especially in the context of enterprise, and it doesn't need to be like you are a regulated industry or a non-regulated industry or anything, just take a look at any sort of company, what sort of data you have. Because when you look at that, a trusted data is more has three primary components. One is, is the data, what is the quality of the data? Is the data of high quality so that that data becomes usable for any of my activities Uh, any of my workloads that I'm going to do or um, any of the outcomes that I want to drive from the data. The second part of ensuring the high quality of the data across the data lifecycle would be also looking at it as, hey, am I actually working with the right proprietary data? Am I able to protect my proprietary data as I go through some of these generative AI uh, technologies? Am I also understanding that what is the PII data or personal information? Am I securing all the right kind of data? So the security becomes a very important aspect so that you can actually build trust on the data. And the third part of that is, as you are working in an enterprise, as you know that you have ensured that there is a quality for the data, that your data is highly secure, is your data governed? What does governance mean here is, is the data that is getting used has the right guardrails so that right people can use the right data and get 
the right insights and also use the data for their outcomes and for the value they want to drive. So this is how when we look at it as what we mean as trusted data, because when you have the trusted data, then when you do all the generative AI use cases, it also establishes that you can trust your AI outcomes. So trusted data always leads to trusted AI outcomes, because otherwise, if your data has a lot of problems, in the case of generative AI, the cost, both in case of time and money, is prohibitively expensive. For example, if you use a low-quality data or if you use a non-trustworthy data and go train all your data against these foundation models or the large language models, you will be hearing about LLMs, FMs, all these stuff, is you cannot trust the output that comes from it. So going back and doing all these stuff is really, really expensive. And it is both in the case of cost also it is expensive. And also it is very, very expensive in the case of time that is going to take. So I always say that to most of the business leaders that today, because of the hype that is created around generative AI, sometimes data can become an afterthought in the case of generative AI. Instead of that, actually data is the core fuel that powers the ability of these businesses of knowing how to capture the value from your generative AI solutions. If you are a business, take a step back. If when you are in EC, as much as talking about the hype around generative AI or if your board is asking about generative AI, if you want to make the value from that real, don't make data to be an afterthought. Don't make data management to be an afterthought. It is a core part of how you can drive generative AI use cases. I love that answer. And especially because if you have a strong data foundation, it really doesn't matter whatever trend is going to happen because you've got the data that's ready to be able to, maybe there's a next wave of something else comes out in AI, or even if it's just other technologies that aren't new, just being able to run analytical queries and just getting better results. So I just love that you're just really guiding people to set themselves up no matter what really emerging trends or things, other questions the business has. No, no, exactly. Because at the end of the day, data is your key strategic and differentiating asset. Everything around it, whether it is the Gen AI technology or any of the scale, what you can bring all the stuff, that is available for everyone. That is available even for your competitor. So if you look at it from that lens, now you will understand that why data management is core for any of your Gen AI strategy and the business value you want to drive from that. So good. All right. So we might have some people listening and they're just not sure if the hype around generative AI is really worth it. So I'd love if you could share with everyone um, from your experience at Informatica of how Informatica is using generative AI. Yes, it's a very good question because I thought I should first start with that, which is why should somebody hear from Informatica about generative AI, data management, data, all this stuff. I earlier talked about it like, yes, we are in the global 2000 side of things, which means that we do see a lot of use cases, which is all about data. So when we, our point of view, when it comes to data management is we look at it across two big paradigms. One is we look at it as data management for AI. So this is where when we go and do customer use cases, 
we bring in data management for these generative AI use cases, as I earlier mentioned, whether it is around text summarization or document processing or visual arts, all these stuff, addressing the quality of the data, securing the data, understanding sensitive data, all these stuff. That is more about the data management for the AI use cases. But the other reason why we have a lot of learning is because we started as a company with the generative AI journey in 2016, 2017 timeframe, when we started to develop our own AI engine called Claire. And as part of building on Claire, what we figured out is, hey, we asked because of our experience of working with metadata, with, our, with data, we have rich set of metadata, which goes in petabytes and petabytes of scale. To do that processing, we actually needed a robust AI technology. And that is how we started to work, use generative AI for Informatica's own data management processes. So as we got into this journey now in early 2016 to 2017 timeframe, what happened is we have a lot of learnings. We made a lot of mistakes. We understood, oh, these are the things that work. These are the things that does not work. Here is why it is prohibitively cost expensive, prohibitively time expensive. And what are the best practices that you need to do? So we are one of the few companies are probably one of the only companies in the world who do data management for AI and also do AI for data management. So most of the learnings, whatever we share, either publicly or when we come and talk about it, all these stuff is from our own experience of using generative AI, understanding why at the end of the day, data management is the core fuel for your generative AI use cases. It is actually coming because we have used it, we have learned from it, and we don't want others to make some of the mistakes what we have made, and we want to share the learnings and the best practices what we have achieved. Really fascinating. Uh, we've got time for two last quick questions. Um, so really, I'd love for people to know some advice that you have for the listeners here to get started with their generative AI journey, something that they can take away, and where they could go to learn more about Informatica. Yeah, definitely. So one of the things I would always say, if you have a big advice to any of the listeners would be, the first thing to do is first, more than the hype of the technology, this is something which will everyone will say, but I have to say it again, when a new platform or a new technology shift comes, is please understand what is the business value that you want to drive. Because without the business value, any hype technology is not going to work. So understand what is the business value on that front. However, with respect to generative AI, since it is such a paradigm shift, one other thing I would also say is, as you are looking at generative AI, the first thing I'll do is, earlier, as I said, don't look as data as an afterthought. Go and understand your data architecture. Understand what is the data you have, how you want to proceed. With Understand the data architecture with your EC. Get a full scale of what is the quality you have of the data you have. And today, how you are using the data. Because if you do those two things initially, that will get you into the nice foundation that is actually needed for you to go and work on what is your generative AI strategy? What is the generative AI value you want to draw? I think the one other question you asked was, where can I find more information about Informatica? Yeah, you can go and find it at informatica.com. Go to AWS and find about Informatica. You'll find a lot of information about what we do. And the other thing is that I always say is go and look into our customer success stories. There are certain customer success stories which are very, very relevant. One main thing would be Gilead Sciences. Again, earlier I talked about how generative AI used in life sciences. 
that is a use case which will help you to understand how today Gilead gets value around data management and engineering. Gopi, thank you so much for being here on the AWS podcast. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. And hopefully if there are any other questions, if people have, uh, uh, please do reach out to us. Uh, Thank you very much.